0: 2021 football season was a special one for Moore alum Dalton Witherspoon, as he and his Houston University teammates capped off a 12 and two record with a big win over Auburn in the Birmingham Bowl.
1: We knew going into that game that we had some, we needed to show everybody that it wasn't just luck that we made it to the championship game, and that uh, we're capable of playing
0: with anybody. Welcome to Beyond the Game, sponsored by First United Bank. It's the only sports podcast with a hyper local focus on Moore and South Oklahoma City. Before we get to this week's episode, we'd like to thank all the sponsors who make this podcast possible. First United Bank, helping you spend life wisely by taking small steps toward a life of love and impact. First United Bank, here to inspire and empower you along the way. The Evans Agency State Farm, your good neighbor since 1960. The Evans Agency has been helping you protect what matters most, realize your dreams, and recover from the unexpected. Norman Regional Health System offering a free Saturday ortho clinic for high school athletes from 8 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. at both their Norman and Midwest City locations. Visit OrthoCentralOK.com for details. And Beneficial Automotive Maintenance working to help you avoid costly car problems before they happen. Dalton Witherspoon starred as a place kicker for the Moore Lions before graduating in 2016. After a year at northeastern Oklahoma, he joined the Houston Cougars. Spoon redshirted his first year, then proceeded to leave a lasting impact on the Cougars program, including setting a school record for most consecutive field goals made. Dalton, thanks so much for taking the time to join us on the podcast. How are things going for you down there in Houston now that the season is over? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's going well.
1: It's uh, nice to kind of get some time to relax a little bit after the season. Uh we had a good season, so it's it's nice to kind of just sit back and think about it.
0: Man, a a good season, <laughs> 12 and 2. That that strikes me as a pretty special season for any college football team. What was this year like for you guys? I mean, you you had a remarkable winning streak there in the middle of the season.
1: Uh yeah, it was uh, really exciting for us as a team. Uh, we kind of talked about in the off season how we just wanted to be a brotherhood, and everybody everybody really had the same goals in the off season. We all we all knew we were capable of getting and winning games, being able to get to a championship, and being able to get to a good bowl game. But uh, we knew it started with uh, just like building the culture around the team. So uh, it was pretty much just a team effort. Everybody everybody was able to do their part, and uh, we were able to string a couple together. There uh, came up short in the championship game so that that one kind of stung but uh felt good to bounce back and beat the SEC team
0: yeah, you guys were just down by one to Cincinnati, the number 14 college football playoff team at halftime. You take away that third quarter, and it, it's a lot tighter game. I mean, after that game was over, did you have a sense of just how close you'd come to pulling off an epic upset? Uh,
1: yeah, we were, you could feel it in the locker room just how, uh, I mean, we knew we were there. We were right there with them the whole time. Um it was it was tough being at their place. that was that was an interesting moment for us too. Uh we kinda lost momentum there in the third quarter and it's tough to get it back in there. But uh other than that, like we all we all felt like we were right there. It was it was like we all wanted
0: it, we all thought it was
1: capable and uh we just came up a little bit short.
0: Yeah, but then three weeks later, down in Birmingham, no letdown at all. You come, you guys come back, and you knock off an SEC team. And we know what the college football world thinks of the SEC. I'm guessing the mood was a lot better in the locker room after that game.
1: Oh uh, yes, definitely. We knew uh, we knew going into that game that we had some. We needed to show everybody that it wasn't just luck that we made it to the championship game, and that uh, we're capable of playing with anybody on any day. So we we went out there, and it was. It was nice, it was fun, it was you could see just everybody was everybody was having fun and that's kind of what the whole thing's about. But uh in the locker room afterwards, oh yeah, we we celebrated a little bit.
0: <laughs> now, tell me about the Scott Street Specialist. That's been around Houston, I guess, for um 7 or 8 years now, but it seems like the Special teams players, uh, you kickers, and all of you guys really take a lot of pride in what you do down
1: there. Uh, yeah, we've uh, we kind of just tried to shine light into the little, little corner of the football team and with the specialists. Uh, we just uh, feel like we we came together pretty well as a group, and so we've kind of tried to keep that theme throughout the years, even with people coming in and out, of that whenever you do come here, you're a, you're a Scott Street Specialist, like you're part of the family. It's more so to uh, build camaraderie throughout that group. So, And I feel like it's really helped a lot through my years here with uh, obviously the punter being your holder and your snapper. You're just around them all the time, so you just learn to trust them. So I really feel like just it was an opportunity for us to build a culture around something. You
0: know, I think one of the things for the place kickers that a lot of people don't realize, and I didn't really realize until I talked to a couple of guys that were really seriously um, pursuing place kicking around here, is the kind of adjustments you guys have to make depending on where on the field you're kicking from, the distance, the the hash mark, uh, the point in the game. Talk to me a little bit about, how important and critical those adjustments are? I mean, what are those adjustments and how important are they? Uh, I would say there's, there's just little adjustments
1: that you got to take in. Obviously, every stadium is a little bit different. Uh, wind's a little bit different. Humidity's different everywhere we go. So it's just, you kind of just really have to go out there in pregame and get a feel for the stadium, feel for the wind and everything, how your ball is flying. And that's really just what you got to trust those instincts and just go off of that in the moment. Um, just little adjustments like how you're striking the ball. Do I need to get more lift on the ball? Do I need to drive it more? Just little cues like that that you just pick up throughout the throughout the warm-up and just throughout the game as well.
0: Now, when you were growing up in more and junior high and going into high school, freshman, sophomore year, did you really envision reaching this place where, you know, you would have such an outstanding career at Houston? I mean, you hold a record for consecutive field goals made in a year. I think last year you hit like 15 in a row. Um, you know, you put up 107 points this year. Did you envision way back then that this is where you might end up? Uh I had no idea it would be Houston. Uh
1: I'm glad it is, but uh I didn't really I didn't really know what the future held for me. I kind of just trusted uh that things were going to things were just going to line up and be the way that they needed to be and uh I kind of just trusted everybody around me, my family, my coaches and just allowed them to help me throughout everything cuz I I told them every day I'll do the work, but I just need to find some way to get there. And for young
0: kickers, guys that are wanting to follow in your footsteps, uh, what advice would you give them while they're in high school trying to prepare for this journey that you've been on? Uh,
1: definitely don't don't be upset if you're not the highest ranked person. You're not the you're not the biggest. You don't have the strongest leg. It's at the end of the day. It's uh, I mean, you just gotta work at it. I mean, uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of situations I know places where coaches would rather have somebody that can hit from 40, 40 and then consistently consistently than opposed if you can hit a 58 ball. It's like you just just trust yourself, keep on grinding.
0: Now you went from Moore to Northeast Oklahoma to Houston. What, what was the biggest difference for you going from high school to college, and particularly going from high school to um, AAC play?
1: Uh, so it was. It was a big jump. I feel. Um, obviously, uh, we had we had some games in high school that we had a big attendance, but then you go to you go to JUCO and the attendance falls off pretty significantly. And then uh, going right, going right into the AAC, uh, one of my first games had probably forty thousand people, and it. it's just it's awesome to see. It's awesome to feel that. And I feel like I got kind I kind of got lucky uh, being able to redshirt my first year just to be able to take it all in. I still went to games. So I still got to be in those moments and I feel like that really helped. So I would that's just another thing I would add in there too is uh obviously go in there like if you're if you want to pursue this, go in there knowing that you can take the job, but don't be hurt if, if you gotta sit back and fight for it.
0: I'm I'm gonna guess you're happy with your choice in Houston now. Um looking back over the, the years that you've been there, what's been the most the most maybe the most surprising thing about being in Houston that, that was a good surprise?
1: Uh I think about it I'd probably say just the uh the amount of people, the amount of opportunities you have in this city, it's really just whatever you make it. Uh just Houstonians in general, they all it seems pre- like a pretty welcoming city. Uh you don't really find a whole lot of uh I guess hate towards the football program or anything like that, but like if we're doing well, the whole city's here. So it's it's kind of nice to see see a whole city that's this big come together and just work through things like that. Al also with Harvey, I saw that a big, big time, too. It kind of reminded me of more a little bit with the tornado, how everybody's coming together to help one another.
0: Yeah. Hey, I want to talk a little bit more about Harvey when we come back. We're going to take a quick break, but uh, we'll dive a little bit more into the, the personal side of your experiences in Houston and where we go next when we come back from this break. You're listening to Beyond the Game, sponsored by First United Bank. We'd like to thank the sponsors who make Beyond the Game possible First United Bank, helping you spend life wisely, the Evans Agency State Farm, your good neighbor since 1960, Norman Regional Health System, offering a free Saturday ortho clinic for high school athletes at their Norman and Midwest City locations, and Beneficial Automotive Maintenance, working to help you avoid costly car problems before they happen. And, of course, that little jingle means it's time for our Evans Agency State Farm Get to Know Your Good Neighbor segment, uh, talking with Dalton Witherspoon, Moore High School alum, uh, University of Houston kicker, member of the Scott Street Specialist. Uh, Dalton, just before the break, you mentioned um, Harvey, Hurricane Harvey. What were, you've experienced a tornado here in more? What was it like going through such a devastating hurricane down in Houston?
1: Uh, yeah, it was it was incredible to me. Uh, obviously I've seen that like that type of destruction before, so I was uh but just seeing the water do it too it was it was really crazy. It was the whole city was really underwater. But um it was everybody came together. It was it yeah, I had the same feeling of what I did in Moore, Oklahoma. It's kinda just reassuring that they're they're good people everywhere and everybody's gonna fight for each other whenever it comes.
0: And that's always encouraging to hear that, you know, as people we do tend to rally together and help each other in these difficult times. Um, now you're, you're out of eligibility. You're finished with your college career. What's next for you? Uh,
1: so right now I'm just uh, waiting or working out a little bit, uh, kicking every once in a while, whenever I can, just uh, trying to find an agent at the moment and then uh, we'll see where I can take uh kicking. I'm uh, going to, participate in our pro day, see what that, see what I can do with that. And we'll just see where everything goes.
0: So hopes for a professional career are on the table for you. I hope so. (laughs) What do you have to do to get to that next level? I mean, uh, it seems like you you had a great senior season, but it really gets competitive from here. What do you have to do to get to that next level?
1: Uh, I feel like just, um, I feel like if I get the opportunity, I feel like that's the biggest thing is, uh, I believe in myself. I believe in my abilities. I just feel like if I can get an opportunity to go in there, that I can prove, prove to myself, and prove to everything else that I that I could do it.
0: Now you're leaving at a point when the landscape of college football is really starting to change. Um, Houston's going to the Big Twelve. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on that?
1: I'm ex- excited, excited for Coach Hull, uh excited for the program. Uh, It'll be a big step. Uh, our President is really backing of everything that she wants to. She wants to make University of Houston as big as she can possibly make it, and uh, I feel like being being involved with sports, how she is, making a leap to the Big Twelve was a big was a good move for everybody.
0: And then there's also just the explosion of the transfer pro, transfer portal and uh, name image likeness. Have you seen what impact have you seen from that this year?
1: Uh, I haven't seen a whole lot in regards to. Just like uh, up close, but definitely over media, you, you see guys are guys are coming out of high school signing million dollar deals with NIL deals, It kind of kind of makes me wish I could stay a little bit and try to take advantage of it. Um, but I, I think it's good for the players. Uh, I, I I'd like to see where it goes from here. I mean, obviously, I I do believe that you should go where you want to play football, not where you're going to make the most money. But after, there is a there is a little bit of little leeway in there.
0: Yeah, the world's definitely changing and it feels like college football is kind of walking that tightrope between business and and the college yeah. experience these days. Um all right, so gonna dive just a little bit deeper personally. Uh just a couple of quick questions for you. Um what can you cook without a recipe if you need to go cook something and we're not talking about opening a can of soup here, young man. Um you need to <laughs> Get out and cook something. What can you put together without a recipe? Um,
1: I don't know that stuff. I would probably just say something something I could throw on the grill, so maybe fajitas uh, with, with some sides, or uh, I don't know what my uh, go-to dish would be.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you're living in a seafood world, man. There's some great seafood down in Houston. Well, let me ask you this. Um, go on the opposite side of things. What's your favorite off the beaten path restaurant in Houston? Not any chain or anything like that. But do you have a favorite place that you go? That man, I want a good meal. I'm going here. Uh, there's a there's a couple good little little shops popped up uh, everywhere around here that are. But
1: I uh, honestly put my finger on one. It just really depends what you're looking for. Um, yeah, give me your seafood. favorite seafood. Place. I would say uh, maybe seafood at Eddie B's.
0: Eddie B. all right. Eddie V. Eddie V is in Victor. Yes. Give me your favorite football
1: movie. Uh, I probably either remember the Titans
0: or um, the Blind Side. Yeah. Yeah. Two good choices there. Can't go wrong with either of those. And then uh, final easy question here. Tell me what's uh, what's in your Spotify playlist right now or um, Apple playlist or whatever your playlist is. What are you listening to? It's def- definitely an Apple playlist, but my, my go-to right now
1: is the new Gunna album. That's, I've been playing that pretty heavily.
0: Okay. Gunna. Can't go wrong there either. Well, Dalton Mint, I really appreciate you taking the time to chat with us. Uh, Looking forward to see where your career takes you next, and hope we can stay in touch and keep up with you as you move on to the next chapter. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks again for listening to Beyond the Game, sponsored by First United Bank. We're grateful for the support of all our sponsors. First United Bank, helping you spend life wisely. The Evans Agency State Farm, your good neighbor since 1960. Norman Regional Health System, offering a free Saturday ortho clinic for high school athletes at their Norman and Midwest City locations. And Beneficial Automotive Maintenance, working to help you avoid costly car problems before they happen. You can listen to Beyond the Game wherever you get your podcast, or online at moremonthly.com. We'll be dropping new podcasts weekly. Follow More Monthly on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to keep up with the latest episodes. And if you think about it, hit the like button. Give us a rating and a review. It helps spread the word about Beyond the Game to other listeners.